0: Warning, in accordance with U.S. Code 1984, we are required to inform you the audience that the following content has not been reviewed by the Department of Homeland Security's Board of Disinformation Governance. As such it may contain disinformation. The event that said disinformation proves to be true, no retraction or re-review will occur. You have been warned. Man Tools is brought to you by EXO AutoWorks. EXO AutoWorks is Colorado Springs home of the $40 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232, or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Call us today in order to schedule your $80 wheel alignment on most vehicles. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today 719-963-2020 or go to facebook.com slash Enharmonic Studios. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by the Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is my go-to for beard hygiene and styling products, so you should click the link below and use the code TLANE15. That's TLAN15 for 15% off your order. Madrid Maintenance. Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman services in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $35 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash maintenance. The Toolbar, our new line of handmade soap, produced in partnership with Crafts by Carolyn Lane, available on Etsy. This soap packs a punch of manly scent, like oak and fig, fresh-cut lumber, cedar, and more masculine fragrances being developed all the time. With a soft touch of natural oils to cleanse and moisturize, use the link below to buy the toolbar now. Once you try it, you'll never want to wash with anything
1: else. From EXO Auto Works. Streaming all over the world. It's your weekly dose of Toxic masculinity. With Eric Madrid,
2: because if too many people are just running around with their dicks out, it's called the Harambe variant.
1: And Trevor Lane. Oh, my name. <laughs> no.
3: Of Garans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! It's mad, mad, Nothing, say, nothing yet.
2: I'm just going to say it's kind of hard to live up to that intro. It's like we give him this amazing intro and then you get this. All of this. It's not what you wanted to see on a Thursday night. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> you do so good with that stuff, man.
0: Yeah, sometimes.
2: Seriously. Like, you're going to leave me. And like, go work for a real podcast someday.
0: Uh, they'd have to offer me quite a bit.
2: <laughs> More than you make here? That's right. That's not a lot. <laughs> I could up it with some pocket lint. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another Thrills and Spills Chills episode of Man Tools. It's officially Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, also, it's the Revenge of the Fifth. If you're yes. a nerd, yep. nerd. <laughs> People are like, "May the fifth be with you." I'm like, "You're a fucking moron." Like, it, there's a whole rhyming scheme to this. Like, it's a whole thing. Uh, I found a new one though this is the May
0: yeah yeah like
2: this is the way this is the May you you haven't seen you've seen um, the Mando right Mandalorian this is the May so you can use it all month I can dig it right it's an excuse to drink green milk all month green milk (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well let's do this thing how was your week
0: not bad how about you buddy
2: I had a bunch of busted sprinklers and stuff that didn't work from last year.
0: That's what it sounded
2: like. Yeah, we'll get into that next week because I've already sent a, a little note. We'll see what happens if social media works. Sometimes it does, sometimes <laughs> it don't. You know, I got like three or four of them that I came out of the same batch. So I think uh, you guys might want to, you know, help me out here because... I'm kinda of eating right. <laughs> like eighty-five bucks right now. It's not cool. So um, I did a thing. hmm I got a I got a Kemper. We talked a little bit about this last week. Yep. Or ordered it. Well it showed up. And I'm not bagging on the Axe effects. But when I plug into the Axe of X and play and record, it feels like I'm hitting play on the CD and then playing along with the record, not plugged in. Like hitting all the notes, perfect. Right. With the Kemper, it feels like my head is in the room and the cab is mic'd up in the other room. It's amazing. Okay. It feels real. Yeah. It's amazing. I didn't want to come today. I didn't want to go to work today. (laughs) I didn't want to do shit today. I was playing last night. I was like, oh my God, it's like two in the morning. I better get some sleep. I'm just fucking around (laughs) with this thing, going through some of the patches and presets. So I'm going to profile my tri-axis that I've had since what, 1994. And I'm actually going to sell them. I'm going to sell the packs. Okay. You know, put up a pack for everybody to purchase for like 50 bucks and run through all the presets and just, just, Capture the the triaxis because I've got one of the old ones that's the pre fat mod and the doesn't have the blah blah blah. It's the right serial number, so that whole internet thing, which is a bunch of bullshit because they're all the same. But it does legit have that serial number, and
3: have the fat so mod. the nerds the nerds, the nerds, nerds are like just it. gonna yeah. pay
2: the fifty bucks. So I'm down to do that. I think that would be a cool money making and fun f you know fun weekend endeavor, right? Because I could put up my and make a make a little YouTube video of it, you know, because I three D printed the that mic clip, the free, the Fredman mic clip or mm-hmm. Friedman mic clip. So I three D printed that thing, and it sounds amazing. You put two fifty sevens like it's supposed to be exactly where they're supposed to go. Right. It's so badass because they're like two hundred bucks for the mic clip. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Waited like five hours and it printed it out ah guitar welcome to uh episode two of Of guitar nerd out because gear talk over here (laughs) Uh, last week we bagged on uh metallica i think yeah a little bit we should bag on john mayer that guy's a fucking gear slut all the gear he basically just put out a new Strat that's just a Strat, but it's a, a PRS Strat. It's the John Mayer. It's like eighteen hundred <laughs> bucks. I'm like, you're out of your goddamn mind, John Mayer. It's eighteen hundred dollars. You're not Eddie Van Halen. What's wrong with you? And people are buying them up. Yeah. Fucking stupid. I don't know. It's a Strat. I could go get a MIM Strat for like sixty five bucks on Craigslist, and he probably sure could. probably do the exact same thing with it. So. It's not the gear, it's the ears. Whatever. <laughs> There's some gear to it. Anyways, uh, there was something else I was going to talk to you about real quick in the whole uh, oh job interview. I went and did that yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go. So <clears throat> you guys know I, I worked for a, a home building place for a while, a restoration place for a while, and then um, uh, myself forever. I killed the interview, like murdered it. You know, dude's asking me, like, all those, you know, stupid questions. He's like, well, what is quality? I'm like, when the scope of work is completed to the scope of work and the customer's approval and we get a check. Like, he's like, yeah, that's pretty good. You know, like, nailed all the silly shit. I brought. Here's the thing, though. If you go to a job interview and you kind of want to do it, but you kind of don't, you kind of want to make an impression, but you kind of don't give a fuck. You know, I make more money working at home, but I got to do a lot more work. Bring donuts. The office (laughs) girls love you. Yeah. Oh, my God. He brought donuts. He's so awesome. Like the office girls are like all about it. They were just like, oh, my God, this guy's so nice. You know, Uh, don't set your coffee on the boss's desk. That's a dominant, you know thing i was like i'm gonna sit no i'm not gonna set this down right now. and the other <laughs> fucked up thing was i walked in there and i was like is this the casting couch that, like place because he had the same <laughs> setup as the fucking you know um that casting couch guy i forgot what the i forgot what that channel was backroom casting couch oh, or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah that guy i looked in there. i was like he looks at me he's like what i've got too many jokes bro I'm just <laughs> He's like, uh, and when he asked me a couple of stupid questions, I'm like, well, we're all adults. Like, we're here to work. Well, what would happen with your your company that you, like, well, you'd fold it up and you'd probably gain some clients because you sell yourself with the company behind you and, um, you know, you, you you don't double dip. You, you just don't. It's not the way to do it. I've fired guys for double dipping on me because the problem is they go out on their own. They've got my fucking... Name on the thing, but they're doing it themselves, and they fuck something up, and then the homeowner comes after me, I'm like, "Well, they fuck shit up, and it's on your insurance." I'm like, "No, no, no, you hired them on the side because you only paid a third of what you should have." Right. And that's the reason you pay the extra money. So he was he was pretty stoked about that. We'll see. Um, I think they're only offering they're offering just under uh, going wage. And I'm like uh, uh, no. bonuses and stuff, though. Two percent for the thirty percent. If you if you hit your thirty percent margin, right. which you know me, man, I'm fucking nail that like all day long. But the jobs are small. There's the catch. There's a lot of them, but the jobs are all small. They're all under ten grand. I'm used to doing like you know five hundred, right? A million dollar, yeah. yeah. I'm used to that stuff. So uh, we'll see. If you come into a play, there's the man tools part of this. If you come into an interview from a point of power, have fun with it. You know, don't be a douche, but have fun with it. Have fun with them. Build a rapport because you know what? Maybe they'll farm you some work even though they didn't hire you because you're overqualified. I'm pretty sure that was what I got. Out yeah. Of that whole, like, you're overqualified. We know, I don't know if we can afford you, right? So... But they might sub you out. But they might sub me out. Yeah. So, you know, they like the way I do business and they like the way, you know, they like the way I talked about stuff and had shit organized. All right. So that's a good tip for a job interview. Yeah. Cool. Right. I have really shitty handwriting. I tried to fill out that paperwork and I was like, oh my God, I have just gotten so bad at handwriting. I'm used to typing everything or speak to text like...
0: I, I'm surprised most places don't hand you a tablet.
2: I'm surprised that they didn't <clears> just have you know, my I and mean, they they have my resume on file. Were they trying oh, to yeah. like double check stuff or what? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Well, happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I thought we were having Coronas, but. No, no, no. Uh, we're drinking the actual beer that Mexicans drink. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> fair point. You think Australians <laughs> drink Fosters? They're like, fuck this crap. Let's send it to America. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you remember in the 80s when um, they, you were rum running? Like m- my mom dated a bunch of bikers. So they were rum running Coors to other states that oh, yeah, yeah. didn't have Back it. Back when it was illegal. Back when it was yeah. illegal to, yeah, to take Coors. <clears throat> we don't drink Coors in Colorado. <laughs> Not really. Is Not it? really. We have real breweries. Anyway, yeah, funny. I digress.
0: Well, um, we had a great show. We had a great guest.
2: plural. Some great guests, plural.
0: Um, and I think we should bring them in and uh, and abuse them, chat on yeah. the man tools. Yeah, all right.
2: So uh,
0: we're gonna bring in. Uh, let me get this set up. This is always the hassle.
2: Good segue. Nice yeah. job. It's like well, a that's real podcast. what happens, podcast, that's what happens and when gentlemen. the
0: producer is also a
2: host and a drunk. I'm not a drunk. I mean. Do you go to meetings? No. Well, then you're not an alcoholic. You're a drunk. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're going to bring them in now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, <clears throat> Jacob and Stormy Sutton. Uh, Jacob hosts a podcast called Micro Obsessions uh, and s- Okay, can you hear Eric? Can you hear me? Oh, hang on, hang on. No, cuz I do this every I do this every time. Hang on.
2: This is going to be the best show ever. I, I changed
0: the microphone when I should change the speaker.
2: Yeah. All right. Now
0: now give us something. <laughs> Okay, there we go. So we're here. To- All right. Yeah. <clears throat> I do that every time. Every yeah, time. It's a setting. <clears throat> well, welcome to the show, uh, Jacob and Stormy Sutton. Uh, I know, Jacob, you host a show called uh, Micro Obsessions.
2: And Stormy works a day job so he can sit over at home and <laughs> do his podcasting. Figures. Is, Figures. Is. Actually, she's like, whoa, oh, a little too close to home.
1: I am. Um- I write songs for a local artists in our area and I feature in a, a few different stuff around town. So Marvelous. I'm the one that gets to play a little bit more.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I work a nine to five as a draftsman. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, micro obsessions, it's basically just a little show that I started to have guests on and talk about all of my little fascinations that I have, or as I call them, micro obsessions.
0: Well, in the, in the, I guess kind of more of the reason why you reached out to us to, to hang out with us was uh, you're some young, uh, young people. I don't know. I know Jacob, you said you're 22 and I'm assuming stormy. You're right around there as well. I'm 22. Um, yeah. And your parents, you're raising kids. And one of your kids is on the autism spectrum.
1: He is um, what's considered, auti- it's called Generalized Autism Spectrum Disorder, is what his official diagnosis was.
4: Yeah, it's it's basically just saying that he's on the autism spectrum, but we don't know where he falls there yet. Right. Uh, he's, he's nonverbal. He, he can't really communicate except through uh, American right. Sign Language. We try and teach him some ASL here and there, but...
1: Uh, he also uses an AAC program where he can push a button and talk to us without having to verbalize yeah. since he can't.
0: Okay. Well, and I mean, parenting is a challenge anyways and parenting when you're very young is a challenge anyways. And then <laughs> this just adds <laughs> even more challenges yeah. to something that's already very challenging. So, uh, <clears throat> um,
1: uh,
0: I guess let me start with, you said he's nonverbal. Uh, how old is your son?
1: He is a little over two.
0: Okay.
4: Um, he's a little over two years old. We actually got the diagnosis when he was about 18 months.
1: Yes. And we officially, I don't know if you guys know our area very well, but there's a pretty big hospital about two hours from us in Birmingham, Alabama, um, it's called UAB, and we traveled there. And he got his official diagnosis about three months ago.
0: Okay. Um, but
1: he's been in programs for like five months now. So, <clears throat>
0: what would what would you guys, I guess, say is the, is the biggest challenge with a situation like this?
4: Oh God! Well, you know, obviously the challenges that come with being a young parent, like having to manage your finances when you barely even have you know any finances to manage and then uh just all the stuff that comes with him being on the autism spectrum like as we said he's nonverbal so he can't communicate his needs he can't uh he can't tell us when he is hungry or thirsty we just kind of have to do guesswork and keep a routine but the biggest thing is probably sensory, sensory issues like
1: he gets like sensory overload and just completely melts down. And with the non communication, it's it's really difficult to try and figure out what is bothering him and how we can eliminate that and how we can fix it. Um, he also doesn't have hunger or thirst cues, so if you don't put a food or a drink right in front of him, he won't obviously he can't tell you, but he won't even like lead you to the kitchen or anything. So there's been times where he wouldn't drink for like an hour and then just stop drinking for like three days wow. and end up in the hospital because he lost, you know, that ability to know that cue, you know? And so it, it, there are some, <laughs> there are some rough patches in there, but overall he keeps us on our toes cause he's practically fearless. You know, <laughs> just, yeah.
4: That's the <laughs> other thing. He has no sense of self-preservation.
1: <laughs> Not at all. Like- like, she was
4: getting ready to take him to a physical therapy, therapy session, and he thought that he could make it Fly. down the stairs without using his legs.
1: We have, like, three huge concrete steps leading up to the house, and he just jumped and, like, faceplanted. It was terrible. but
4: So, needless to say, he missed that therapy
1: session. Yeah. But he is... He's such, he's such a ball white. He's constantly giggling and smiling, and he never meets a stranger. And um,
4: The witch is also sometimes a problem. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know what we would do without him. He's definitely made our lives a lot more enjoyable.
0: And at now, are both your kids boys?
1: Yes. Yes, okay. we have two boys. Uh, uh,
4: Oliver, the younger one, he's, he's nine, nine months. <laughs> and there's actually... What we figured out through Jonah's pediatrician, there's actually a seventy percent chance that he'll be on the autism spectrum as well.
1: So, needless <clears throat> to say, we have made the decision not to have any more children because we didn't know that going into it, you know.
0: Wow. Um,
2: <clears throat> yeah, I have no dog in this fight. I don't have kids. I don't know. I, don't, I oh, I uh, luck
4: it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's not a thing. Um. So yeah, what else are we gonna talk about? (laughs) How about this songwriting thing? I'm down with that.
1: Oh yeah, oh for me. Um, yeah. So one of my buddies, he's I'm actually still in college, but he comes down every once in a while from Tuscaloosa, and uh, we just write together, collaborate. I used to, you know, sing at local bars. Um I've got a couple songs out on Spotify that I featured in and or that I've written and my name is in the credits. Um, it's just more of like a hobby. I would I wanted to do it professionally and you know, I auditioned for the voice and all that stuff when I was younger, but after get, having I went into the Navy and found out I was pregnant, so I got to come home. so all of that fun stuff. Wait a minute,
2: I, you were out and in, at in the Navy and you got pregnant. Wait a minute. Jacob yeah. no, no, Jacob no. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Hold on.
1: Yeah. I was in uh, Great Lakes, Chicago for a little while. And um, when I got to come home for a little bit, I immediately found out I was pregnant. So that's when all of that started. So I didn't really get the chance to, you know, venture out. But I still do a lot of side work um, just for fun, you know.
2: Well, in this day and age, that, that writing and releasing a record is, it's very easy to do. Um, so, you know. I do it a lot.
0: That's that technology thing. It's that technology she, thing.
4: No, I don't think she makes any music you guys would be interested oh, in. It's you'd, mostly you. You'd be, su- yeah. you'd be
2: surprised. I've got a project starting right now. It's We're going to call it Alternative Mood Solution, and it's all just ambient, cool, trippy shit like on a loop so that it can just be a nice big YouTube channel. So There's a trend right now, and Trevor's daughter hit me to it. It's the lo-fi, which doesn't mean what we... Th- thought of me when we were kids lo-fi um but i've been listening to the last couple days and there's actually a channel on the the apple music lo-fi stuff and that's exactly what i was looking at doing just ambient cool not a lot of vocal or if it is i want to do more vocally stuff but it'll be more uh textured and layered craziness so yeah it's gonna be fun so you'd be yeah you'd be surprised like i've been in country bands i've been in metal bands i've been in hip-hop bands um wow. i've i've cut heads with a dj on you know he was d scratching and i was on guitar it was a lot of fun like it's all music you only get twelve notes whatever you do with them <laughs> that's your own business and it's it's amazing
4: i knew you guys were, you guys were into like The metal scene or whatever because like you guys said in the intro y'all talked about metallica last episode or something like that yeah
2: (laughs) they're a pop band now i mean
4: (laughs) yeah well yeah
2: (laughs) there hasn't been any metal since 1989 so out of that band
4: yeah i'm i'm a big into like metallica and slayer and fucking megadeth judas priest all that stuff so like i figured i'd be right at home with you guys but it sounds like you're a little more ventured out there He <laughs> I mean, is,
2: yeah trevor is very um uh how would i put this how do I, put... I
0: i fit into a box <laughs> yes. i wasn't gonna put you there but
2: i was gonna back you into a corner <laughs> trevor's a very niche market metal guy yeah i have a funny iron maiden story about trevor <laughs> it was hilarious but um no, it's, uh, music is, it's 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 all good, and it's all terrible. It just depends on who you are. So, you know, you get somebody who's hardcore rap, and then all they want to listen to is gangster rap, and that's the only thing that they've let into their lexicon. They're going to hate, you know, pop music, or they're going to dislike Prince. How do you dislike Prince? Like, you can't. It's weird. I bet <laughs> You know? Give it a listen.
4: Nah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'll, I'll steer clear of Prince. But, um... <laughs>
2: well, my problem with Prince is that he can dance around in those high heels, sing those high notes in the, in, in the tight, assless chaps, and not miss a single note on the guitar. That son of a bitch.
4: Yeah, you got to give him that.
2: He's the, one of, he was one of the most talented, yeah, once-in-a-generation type talented. That guy was nuts. So
4: Eric, you work construction, right? Sort of. I figured we would kind of like have a love hate relationship because like as a draftsman I make the uh, erection drawings for buildings. I uh so.
2: when I was in fifth grade that's all I did in my school <laughs> books too, make erection drawings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, cool. like um, I'm, 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 I'm super good with, especially when when the plans are on point. Um, I do a lot of restoration, so that here it would actually bore you because you have to draft it back to its original spec. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've done a little bit of that. It's it's not fun.
2: No, it's not challenging at all. Oh, I gotta! I gotta! You know, you get a crayon and a cocktail napkin and the old blueprints and just like trace them. You're like, <laughs> oh, geez, because that's all insurance wants to pay for is replacement. Of yeah, yeah. there's no addendums, there's no additions. Um, so I like doing remodels because you can get away with the. Uh, you got a little more flexibility and creativity. They're fun.
4: Well, I mostly work in uh, steel construction. I didn't know if you had any experience with it.
2: I don't do I don't do a lot of commercial, mostly residential.
4: That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. that commercial stuff in Colorado is super hard to break into. And there's a lot of well, a lot at, of testing.
4: We're in the South where there's a Dollar General on every corner, and they're constantly putting more up, so that's like 80% of the work I'm doing right now. Right.
2: You're, you're sitting there going, how, how do I be creative with a Dollar General slash liquor store? Uh, <laughs> how do I be creative with that combo?
4: I actually wanted to pitch a Dollar General slash strip club slash liquor store. I mean, me I
2: figured life. they're all in the same strip mall, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah, much. it's just it's how it works here, too oh and a church can't forget that because oh yeah yep. and you gotta squeeze a church man. you gotta squeeze a church in there and by church i mean a big rectangle room with a lot of folding chairs and some dubious carpet <laughs> it has to be like red checkers. yeah seriously just like, <laughs> what is this
4: and the glass the stained glass work will be jesus holding a dollar general bag drinking <laughs> right Fuck, mad dog 2020
2: <laughs> Uh, no it's wine right so they need some Boone's Farm that's what it is yeah that cheap the Boone's Farm Boone's Farm Jesus that'd be a great name for a bluegrass band (laughs) you need to write a song okay Stormy you gotta write a song Boone's Farm Jesus I'll record that shit it'll be fun as hell (laughs) Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Just put it in B.
4: <laughs> Another thing that we do a lot of is uh, mini storage buildings around here because apparently people don't have enough room to put all their shit. Dude, don't
2: even get me started. Don't even fucking get me started. We drive around town everywhere. There's a. I was like, <clears throat> Trevor and I were gonna do. This is my one big regret in 2005 or somewhere. We were gonna build a. Um, rehearsal spaces for bands and have that as a passive income. We check it out and didn't do it. And, um, then I said, Well, we should do a, a storage unit. And we check it out and didn't do it. Everybody I know that's done it, they've all done storage units. And then Doug and I were gonna get a storage unit. He's like, No, I really wanna buy a bar. We're gonna do a bar. Next time I wanna lose a whole bunch of money, I'm gonna <laughs> do it a way better way should have bought a storage unit so me and the chick are driving around everywhere we go like oh they're throwing up another storage unit throwing up another storage unit we're like what are they building there? storage unit (laughs) the whole town i'm like fuck why didn't we put up a storage unit 10 years ago we wouldn't have to be working right now no we wouldn't
4: storage units are surprisingly a booming industry and i don't know why like we have more closets in our house than we could ever fill up and people are paying to put their shit somewhere.
2: Yeah, they can't just throw it away.
0: I think that's it. I think people...
2: They imbume their garbage their, with this nostalgia and they can't let go of it. Yeah. Like, my mom's like, do you want any of your stuff from when you were a kid? I'm like, I don't remember any of that shit. Throw it <laughs> in the trash, mom. No, she put it in the storage unit and then... When she died, I had to go clean all that shit out. I was like, see, you're just all you're doing with storage unit is you're putting work on your kids when you die. That's all you're doing. It's cruel. It's (laughs) cruel.
0: And paying rent to never see any of it. Never see any of it because
2: you just stack it in there and you can't even get to the back of it.
0: Well I'm I'm always curious, uh, are you guys coastal enough that they don't have basements?
4: Uh, yes, we actually only have a crawl space that is a block and a half tall. See, yeah. now
0: I could I could see having a lot of storage units in a region where you can't have a basement, right? But, but us, here, where we have basements, it's like what the fuck and is your attics <laughs> and attics. We have basements and attics, like every
2: house.
4: Oh my god! <clears throat> I've got to get my attic sorted out. There's no plywood flooring up there. It's all just straight like two by sixes and insulation and wires.
1: We need to re-insulate it, too, because it's not...
4: I think there's like a half inch of insulation up there. and yeah.
1: Our house was built in the 30s, back when TBA and stuff was built, and so when we bought it, we bought it from a younger couple that had flipped it, but they didn't touch the attic, yeah. and Ugh. we went up there, like, what, two weeks ago, and found a newspaper from the 60s. Yeah.
2: Always get your home inspection.
1: Well, we did and we did
2: get to caveat distracted. that is to stay on his ass because they basically just drive by the house yep looks good <laughs> pretty much
4: <laughs> we actually got a guy named uh david hinkey to do our home inspection and he was probably the most thorough like home inspector that i've ever heard of he read it up just a Crazy amount of stuff, and we were basically like, "Yeah, we can live with it because we it needed like a, a house." Literally, it was like
1: a laminated binder. He like took pictures of the drawers that were like crooked. That went. But he was
2: scared <laughs> to get on a ladder, apparently. Yeah.
1: yeah.
4: No, he he told us what was going on with the attic. We just basically said, "Well, we need a house. This one's the only one on the market like, that we can afford." I was
1: like six months pregnant with our uh, first son, and we yeah, that's we got it at his parents' house. We got it. We got it. <laughs>
2: Well, if you got, if you got wires and stuff running up there, it does not behoove you to try to put in a floor, you know, to re- rewire all that stuff in the attic. Cause you got to, if you're going to put a floor in, then you got to re reroute it through the joists and then put the metal brackets on both sides and then put the flooring down. And that is wow. a, that's a super pain in the ass. Um, if you can get it to where you can just have like a, a sheet of plywood down the middle, so you can walk around and stuff, and then fill that bitch up with blow-in, that'd be your best bet.
4: That's what we were thinking. Honestly, was the blow-in route, but uh, you don't have to have an inspection or anything for blow-in, nope. and it's because it's not structural.
2: Nope, it is a non-permittable item in Colorado. Remember our conversation about the the dipshit from? Yeah, that's great.
3: <laughs>
2: one of the homeowners is like you have to have you have to have this inspected. I'm like no we don't well yeah, yeah so I called and then so our regional building department guy shows up and I'm like what's up Nick and he's like what's up Eric he's like I'm here to inspect the blown insulation I'm like yeah he's like he looks at me like you're a fucking retard I'm like it's, it's him it's not me and he tells the homeowner <laughs> he's like that's not a permittable item I'm not getting on a ladder and going up the attic you guys have a nice day I had to call pay the 70 bucks and have him call because the guy was just up my ass about it so whatever
4: speaking of home home renovation type stuff uh, have you guys ever worked on dryers because that is a pain in the ass yep Oh our God. motor
1: went out our last motor went week. out
4: last week and I had to replace oh it gosh. and I nearly watched someone commit suicide trying to sell me a new dryer <laughs> <maybe>.
3: <laughs>
4: <sighs> I showed up to this like rinky dink hole in- the wall appliance store with like cats all over the used
2: dryers and like Deers hanging. This one on Bijou and Circle. Is, yeah. <laughs> it's the <laughs> same place. So, <laughs> same place. Walk in, and the cops I'll are there like in. once a week. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: So I walk in and it's just a room full of like junk appliances. And I look and and I like tilt my head around the corner and there's a older gentleman sitting in the back and he just motions me back and I go back there and he's like, "You the one that called about the dryer motor? Yeah, that's me." Can I test it before you, Before I buy it? Like, can I make sure the motor spins freely? And he's like, well, I was gonna hook it up for you since all electronic sales are final. I was like, oh, cool. Like they make testers for this kind of stuff. I didn't know if it was like when you go to AutoZone and get your starter tested or something like that. No. This guy pulls out a extension cord that the leads have been stripped to. Yep. And <laughs> it has alligator clips in the area. Yep. <laughs> And he just plugs the motor, he stands on the motor, puts the motor on the floor, stands on it, and clips it together and plugs it in the wall and sparks fly fucking everywhere.
1: The lights go out.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought
1: he died for a second. I was, I was like,
4: your, your clips are touching, dude. You need, you need to fucking not do that again.
2: He's like, he like no, nah, I'm good.
4: <laughs> he, he looks up at me and goes, "Yeah, I probably flipped the breaker again." And I was like, "Again, <laughs> man." I won't do this.
2: You know, I've taken some cheap shots at the Deep South, but that one—that one's that's a good. Idea. <laughs> the alligator clips on the man. Even we're we're more safe than that here because our motto is safety third. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's not even in the top 10.
4: No, uh, I, to I, believe, I believe if he hadn't had on rubber-soled shoes or if his pinky toe had been like a quarter inch to the left, he
0: would have died.
2: Jesus.
1: <laughs> not to mention he looked like a drunk Santa Claus with glasses.
2: Nice. Dude, we got to go there do a live and remote. <laughs> That'd be badass.
4: A live and remote of our town would be... uh would be interesting, to say the least. We actually just had a business get shut down because there were three shootings there in one week. That's it? So. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all?
2: Trevor lives next what? to a strip club that has three a day. Like,
0: uh, that's a little rough.
4: that kind of stuff around here. Around here, it's usually pretty quiet. So when Except like that- for
1: that convict that... You, oh yeah, have you have guys seen, seen
4: that? The uh, it's all over Reddit right now. Um, the Lauderdale County Corrections Officer
1: and the convict
4: and the convict that, that just disappeared.
0: No, huh? Oh wow.
1: That's really like 30 minutes from us. It's like on the news everywhere.
4: It was on CNN, CBS, all kinds of stuff.
0: I missed that. Missed it. <laughs> he's
1: like, he's massive. He's like six foot nine and like 300 pounds. So there's like no way you can miss the guy he's—that's yeah, he's uh, it. That's he was, that
2: gives a whole new meaning to uh, you know he's at large. <laughs>
4: he's <yeah>. at large. <laughs> yeah, he was—he was being transported to a non-existent uh, mental hospital. evaluation.
3: Hmm.
1: And they just disappeared,
4: and now no one knows where they are. I'm pretty sure she's not. I
2: was alive. gonna say, was it a female officer? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, he started
0: dipping that wick.
2: Yep. Yeah.
4: <clears throat> she uh she sold her house for like way below market value like and then
1: less than $100,000
4: and then just disappeared wow. with, with him so there's a manhunt going on for him right now but someone said uh, sell me the rights to that country song right now yeah <laughs>
2: oh yeah that's a that's a Netflix movie in the making tell yeah <laughs> You need to write the songs. I'll play the soundtrack. We'll make this shit happen. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Um, that's fucked off. That's so weird. You know, it, you always hear those stories. It's like, um, you know, seven foot tall, you know, Asian man missing in Kansas. You're like, how? How? <laughs> how? <laughs> how?
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, how is this seven how? foot tall Asian man missing in There's Kansas? There's so
2: many hows to this this story. Like how <laughs> a seven foot tall Asian in Kansas, uh, missing
1: same last name, but they weren't related.
2: Yeah, that's a South thing. That's a whole banjo lesson I don't want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> near 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 near. I see. I poke fun at the deep south. I poke fun at you guys. You <laughs> know, you can't make you you can make fun of Colorado. You can, because we all drive Subarus, we drink, uh, we wear Birkenstocks, <laughs> have huge water bottles, and uh, drink craft beer.
4: I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't get much worse than the South, though. Like. Our summers are horribly hot and humid. Our people are stupid. Uh, if you want to go to like any kind of reputable healthcare like facility, you have to drive minimum three hours or just lose whatever extremity has a small gash on it.
2: I mean, so So well, yeah, I actually feel I actually feel better about leaving the big town to go to a small town doctor because if you try to go here you're just going to sit in the emergency room until you bleed out.
4: Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Our hospitals are so understaffed it doesn't matter what hospital you go to mm-hmm. you're you're going to bleed out. Yep.
2: On North Nevada they built a whole new UC Health. Brand new. One of my friends was going to go work there. She was going to be the head nurse of one of the departments. Blah, blah, blah. They built it and then lost the funding and shut it and never opened it. So, there's this whole UC Health on North Nevada, right up there by the Las, uh, the Hacienda and the Lowe's and all that shit. Yeah. They never opened. She ended up moving to Texas because she's like, I want to be the head nurse of this thing. Uh, I, can't, I can't afford to live here. <laughs> I was like, wow. We did her, uh, we like redid her floors and stuff when she moved and we helped her move my company. We, we tore out all that shitty carpet and I felt so bad. I was like, how many people got displaced because they built a whole new medical facility because we really needed one, you know, and then they never even opened it. They're like, meh.
4: Oh, speaking of uh, healthcare, care, uh, she actually used to be an EMT. She's got some mm-hmm. pretty freaking hilarious Before stories. I went
1: into the Navy, I was an EMT for almost two years. Um, so I've got some pretty funny stories. Tell them the soap bottle. Oh no, that was very vulgar.
2: Oh, well, I can imagine where that ended up. I'm
0: guessing it wasn't in anyone's <laughs> mouth or
2: Yeah. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> yep.
1: See, <laughs> but the thing is is we'll get like we'll get like a call saying, you know, mild stomach pain and show up and it's like a disembowelment, you know? And we're like, What the fuck were you talking about?
2: <laughs> yep. I've seen yeah. I've been there. <laughs> Literally. I've been there.
4: Dispatch is not your friend. No.
2: (laughs) No. No, no, no. There's a triage story. That was bad. That was real bad. Like, triage? All these motherfuckers are dead. (laughs) There's no triage here. Why did you send us out here? I was an EMT for like five years. (laughs) I was like, uh, there's no triage happening here they're all dead gang shooting like <laughs> they all shot each other i'm like um why are we here Can we help the coroner like <laughs> what are we doing
1: or it's like some random old woman that says she's had toe pain for two years and wants an ambulance
2: um well the ambulance rides here are it's it the reason i didn't continue doing it because it ended up being like a commission salesman you kept trying to have to like convince people to jump in the rig with you and go so you could bill them out and I'm like, that's not cool, man. Like, this is not what I signed up for. So I bailed on that whole thing when I moved to Colorado Springs, but because they're not, uh, they're not seconded to the hospital. They're all private organizations. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Yeah. Like.
1: See, most stores are linked to a local hospital.
2: Yeah, that's... the where I grew up and where I started, it was you worked at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then I got to Springs. and I was going to continue doing it, and I'm, I was like, "Nope, it's all, it's all like, uh, like I said, commission sales." It was like, "What am I doing?" You know, what are we trying to do here? You get them get, him, to get, get, him get him into in the, the ambulance. It <laughs> doesn't matter what they have. So you know, toe pain, disembowelment, whatever, toothache. <laughs> take that six thousand dollars trip. <laughs> we were like, we were like the most expensive Uber ever.
1: <laughs> just you make don't sure even, you don't die in the process,
4: and you don't even get to take the Uber to a fun place like the bar or home <laughs> after you've been drinking heavily. No, <laughs> you just get to go to the hospital.
2: Yeah, yeah. and wait to bleed out in the in the waiting room. Because <laughs> <laughs> from a hangnail, like you, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most people who die in our hospital waiting rooms die of old age. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I don't go to the hospital because everyone I've ever known that's went to a hospital here died.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> a quality of care. It's definitely a quality of care issue. No, we don't go to hospitals on Mantles. If, um, if it's bleeding, duct tape it. Um, we use Wonder Dust.
4: Wonder <laughs> Dust? What the hell is that? Uh,
2: veterinarians use it for puncture wounds on horses.
4: Uh it's yeah.
2: Activated charcoal, coagulant, so... Yeah, just throw a little bit of that on there, rub some beer on it, and get back to work. <laughs> we used to have a yeah, we used to have a saying when you're roofing. Um, when I was a kid, like if you fell off the roof, you were fired before you hit the drip edge. If you landed and you made it, you were rehired and bring up some nails. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, we there's actually a really popular uh, use for veterinary medicine around here that's actually used for horses. It's called ketamine.
2: I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to be serious. Let's get serious. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder why your kids are autistic. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> 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 She's not happy. She's like, you son of a bitch.
4: I can take a joke. Hey!
2: <laughs> we can all take jokes. We're grown ups. You like we we got you got to poke fun. If you can't laugh, can't have a laugh then phew, it's just not worth doing. Um so what let's see what was your uh what was your guys last topic on the micro obsessions?
4: Uh actually we went to a goat farm that does goat yoga, which was kind of interesting.
2: I've seen that. That looks uh, fun. I like animals. It was
1: actually it, it was really fun, but they're, you don't expect, they're like 40 pounds, and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound too bad, but they have, like, sharp hooves, and they, like, jump on you at random times when you're trying to, <laughs> so we had, like, bruises all yeah. over. <laughs>
2: um, I just watched that, uh one of the Anthony Bourdain No Reservations where he went to, fuck, somewhere in the Nordic, um, fucking. Sweden or something? Weird North, scary Sweden, like, you know what I mean? Iceland. Way up north, like scary up Faroe north. Faroe Islands? Yeah, scary place. They do this like bloodletting thing in the middle of your um, uh, massage. I shit you not. They, You know those hot cup things? And yeah. Like, well, then they fucking whack you with a razor blade and you bleed all over the tile floor and then they wash it down. You're like, wait, what? What? So what just happened? I'm like, yeah, those hooves. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> those little sharp hooves running around on you. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Get, get well, pokey. I,
4: all in all, it wasn't a horrible experience. Like she said, we just ended up with bruises and scrapes. Not something you expect to come home with like
0: from a yoga session. But isn't <laughs> yoga supposed to be kind of relaxing?
2: No. Have you seen hot yoga? No. Dude, okay. So let's put you in a convection oven in spandex and run around. But, like,
0: you're, but you're still trying to like stretch out and stuff? It would seem like having goats just jump on you would make you tense up oh
3: (laughs) but it's it's
1: pretty freaking hilarious because it was like it's like groups of like 15 20 people and there are 15 goats so you're just laughing at the other people getting like shit on and you're like (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty funny experience because you're with a bunch of strangers and it's all happening to you you're like what do i do
4: (laughs) Like I was in, I was in a reverse tabletop, which is where you have your hands behind you, like, and you arch up, and you arch your stomach up in the air, and a goat jumped directly on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> ruin that, and,
2: ruin the wedding tackle.
4: Yeah. <laughs> So I immediately hit the ground and was, like, trying not to
2: vomit. (laughs) Right, and you're like, fuck you goat, put up your dukes. And he's like, I got, like, fucking no dukes. I can't. (laughs) I don't know. I think that would be fun to uh, spectator sport. It was
1: a good experience to do it once, you know, but I don't think we would ever do it again. How about this? And I
0: mean, Fainting was, goat yoga. $3. Fainting
2: goat yoga, where they they come at you and you're like, boom. They're like, <laughs> well, that's better than yoga with dolphins because you might get raped.
4: Yeah, oh. yeah, dolphins are extremely horny.
2: <laughs> yeah, or monkey yoga. Yeah. Monkey. <sighs> the whole actually worse. actually monkey <laughs> yoga would be more like dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, I don't know that sounds like I don't know I like petting zoos yeah I like going I like going to our zoo we got a crazy cool zoo and you can like you can pet the giraffes and feed them and shit it's fucking awesome and it uh, is
4: Zoo is a petting zoo if you're not, like, a coward. Well, yeah.
2: I mean, if, you, if you're if you or illiterate and don't read signs. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any zoo is a petting zoo if you've got the like gumption. An
1: and it's called a drive through zoo. Have you ever heard of something like that? We have drive
2: through liquor stores. Is that kind of the same thing?
1: Kind of. Okay. But your car is a little messed up in the process, which, I mean, I guess that could happen, too. Yeah. Drinking, um, but... <laughs> But like we, they're like bulls and zebras and ostriches and stuff, and they just like stick their head in your car, and you have a bucket of food, and just hope that they don't like jab you, and you pay for it. So yeah
2: how 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 large is that release form? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty uh, we,
1: large. <laughs> we actually didn't have to sign one. Like yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Yeah, you had to do it on lawn before you went through. Oh yeah, uh, right.
2: yeah, yeah. There's Comfort. a there's a lion, uh, a big cat reserve. Um. Quite a bit north of here, and it's like a year waiting list. It's there are these huge fences, and then you go out on the <laughs> a catwalk, <laughs> and basically observe from up above. And it's like three hundred dollars a day for a pair of tickets, and you're there for like three hours, and you're it's dubious because it's the middle of the day and the fucking cats are asleep. <laughs> oh, I didn't buy the ticket. I was smart enough to know better. But at the feeding time, the videos that I've watched them do, those little bastards could jump right up on that catwalk and get you. Like, it's not tall enough. So.
4: Imagine, imagine you wait a year to go to, like, a big cat reserve and just get mauled to death. Right?
2: And then it's just fucking Dingo took my baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're holding Junior like this, and the fucking thing just leaps up and gets him. You're like, wait. Sounds like. <sighs> Sounds like an episode of Bones.
4: God. Yeah. An, ex- an extremely late term abortion. <laughs> it's like
2: 68th <laughs> trimester. Just... <laughs> <laughs> He's 11. <11!
4: laughs> I hate it when people refer to their babies as like 38 months.
2: Yeah. No. That's all I'm first. <clears throat> No, it, not 38 months. It's a 62,000 month. You're 83 years old, you stupid ass. Anyway. Um.
4: Speaking, of, speaking of the goats, I actually have kind of like a funny story about my dad and goats. My dad and his buddy, uh, they were, my dad's from like a really rural part of Alabama
1: like, he had, like, 40 people in his graduating class.
4: Yeah, so him and one of his buddies from school were actually walking home one day. They didn't they, <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they saw a goat with its head stuck in the fence. And so my dad's buddy was like, yo, watch this, and he pulls his pants down and just starts going at the goat. And my dad was like, Oh, man, I want some of that. And he pulls down his pants and sticks his head in the fence.
2: <laughs> nice. I thought there was going to be a Velcro gloves joke in there, but that's more of like Wyoming and the sheep, you know? <laughs> so, you know what safe sex is in Wyoming, right? Rubber gloves or Velcro gloves and galoshes. <laughs> <laughs> Where the men are men and the sheep are scared. <clears throat> We're just bagging on all the states. We haven't even hit California yet. Oh man, jeez. Uh, what's your guys's um, I don't know, what's your guys's gun policy down there?
4: Oh, anything goes.
1: Mm-hmm. There's actually not a carry permit anymore.
2: Uh, free state. Yeah, we
4: actually just got constitutional carry, which is freaking awesome.
1: So if you're over 18, you can carry whatever. Oh,
2: nice.
0: Yeah,
4: I actually, I got my first handgun when I was 18. It was a Kimber Ultra Carry 2, and I carried that thing like a brick on the fucking hip for two years? Three. Three years? Mm Mm-hmm. And then sold it and got a Glock 43X when I was 21. That was the first gun that I actually purchased for myself. But it's weird because you can carry at the age of 18, but due to federal law, you can't purchase oh a handgun until you're 21.
2: Right. So
1: It doesn't make any sense. It, it makes
2: absolutely <laughs> sense. So, you know, when you're 18, you can, you know, you can uh, well, it used to be, you can um, uh, you know, buy a house and enter into a legally binding long-term contract with the government to go serve <laughs> overseas and kill people or die, but uh, God forbid you have a beer.
4: <laughs> I, I don't even want to get started on fucking
2: Yeah, that, that's a long that's a that's a deep deep dive meant for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. You have us back as your guest and we'll micro obsess over that bullshit for 45 minutes. <laughs> the whole
4: yeah, I, I like to picture myself as a libertarian but it it's just too much to talk about.
2: Yeah, I always tell people they're like, "Well, what are we, I'm American." Yeah. Like, what is the Constitution? I was very lucky. I was very fortunate to be born in this country and to 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 be a citizen. And uh, we have we have some rules and some things. And I I think y'all are taking it way too far. (laughs) You're taking way too many liberties with our liberty. (laughs) Why? why, Yeah. Why is the government making rules about stuff? That's not a deal. That's not the thing. Just do. Just manage shit. Figure it out. Just manage it. We'll, you know, we'll help you out when you need us. Just, just manage things. Your management. Don't do any of the work. Just, we'll do. We'll handle the work. You just manage.
4: (laughs) Also, can we talk about how taxation is theft?
2: (laughs) I mean, there's a weird side to that, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not arguing that point at all. But for the sake of argument, I'll pay my parking ticket because I'm a patriot and I realized the system worked right but I do realize part of it takes a village like it takes all of us to make all of our shit work and there's this weird part of me that's like well alright you've got to pay some taxes or else how are we going to get the roads fixed
4: yeah see that's my thing Like we pay a shitload of taxes here in Alabama that don't like have any tangible benefit. Our roads are are still shit. Our healthcare is still shit.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm saying if we're gonna be socialist, or at least like salad bar socialist is what I like to call it. You know, take what we like and leave the you know the rotting you know lettuce over there. Yeah. Communism. (laughs) Anyway, um, the that gnarly potato. Just leave that alone. It's like a baked potato bar, you know socialist salad bar yes public school got it i need to pay a little bit on my on my home uh taxes to help fund the public school well you guys should probably do a little bit better with your management of your funds we voted for two things here not super recently but recently the whole legalization of weed the thing that came after that was the appropriation of the funds for said collection of taxes of said weed. And the one that I've totally voted for was that, uh, I forget what prop it was, but it said that 92% of all of the incoming uh, collections from those taxes from the weed stores were to go to infrastructure and not administrative fees.
4: And that's the sensible way to do it. Right.
2: So in the last couple of years, we've seen, like, those those interchanges, like, up north. The highways are getting a little better. My entire neighborhood is being swept through right now, and all the curbs and the manhole stuff, all that stuff is just getting all redone. And they just keep moving their way north. And it is a local public contractor, private excuse me, local private contractor who placed a bid and you know, got won the bid to come do all this shit. So I'm super stoked that oh my god, it's kind of working. Kind of, mostly. It's mostly working. So yeah speaking
4: of speaking of the legalization of weed, this is a hill that I will die on any day of the week. We should legalize, tax, and regulate all forms of recreational drug
2: use. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Easy peasy. Because See, you, the thing is, here's what everybody freaks out. Well, everybody. Here's what conservative uh, people who stick their nose in your fucking business <coughs> freak out. Like, well, drug use is going to go up. Yeah, just like anything. It's going to have a quick uptick. All the people who uh, really shouldn't do them are going to you know, fucking die, and we don't have to deal with their dumbasses now anyway. Those of us who wanted to try a little speed, a little cocaine, a little, a little, have a fun weekend. We're gonna try it out and then be like, okay, you gotta go back to work. <laughs> like, all right, that was fun. <laughs> That's cool. By and large, cool. I went to Walgreens. I went to Walgreens. I got my Viola Coke. I'm, I we had a fun little <laughs> weekend, and now I feel like shit. And now I gotta go back to work. That's what's gonna happen on 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 mass. You're not gonna see druggies be, in the like, street freaking out like that's no, it's not gonna happen.
4: But
1: yeah, then but, there would be actual affordable like rehab centers because my I lost my mom um, about two months ago from all of that. So like when he's talking about stuff like that, it it gives you a different perspective when you've lost like a sibling. Oh or a sure,
2: and uh, the problem is too is that. They won't do it because the real addictions are those from pharma and those from opiates that do not come from poppy-seeded crazy assholes who are sneaking across the border in their ass. That's not where the drug problem in this country really is. So I've seen it happen too. You know, it's well, uh,
0: a, f- a few years ago. <laughs> uh, I think it was oxycodone. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> um, the primary company that's behind making that I, f- I don't want to word it wrong but it was either it was either their revenue or their profit on that went down significantly because they were forced to change the formula so you couldn't get high from smoking it right and it was like oh <laughs> profit what, went down what does this tell you yeah exactly
2: <laughs> so I I always have the 80/20 rule. Like 80% of everything is probably pretty cool, probably legit. Like every you know 80% of the people who are given the ability to partake in 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 illicit drug use or hardcore drug use right now, they won't do it. The 20% probably will. But the but then we have that 80% of uh um back end too because we're all paying taxes on it right or we're all paying for we're all we did the salad bar socialism now you've got a rehab center that actually is open where they don't just like dump a, a suppository at you a methadone here you go fuck off no you actually get the mental health behind it you'll actually get a i've had friends move from colorado springs to some small hick town montana so that they can actually go to a VA hospital that will spend more than 15 seconds with them a week because here in town you're inundated like the military's everywhere right they, the and there we don't have enough resource so you get like 15 seconds like oh you're PTSD here take these pills fuck off and you know he went somewhere else where there's you know the per capita military people are you know well below the the civil the civilian population two-hour in intro, you know, uh, with an intake interview, four hours with the doctor later that week, uh, uh, a regimen of meds, chems, whatever, you know, a regimen of chems and a regimen of um, a one-on-one and group therapy. I'm like, goddamn, yeah, dude, not mad you moved away. Sorry, right. we miss you, but <clears throat> you're getting your shit together, so... Uh, that whole taxation the bringing it back around taxation is theft yeah it is it really is when we can apply it to the things that are your community needs it isn't it's a donation
0: exactly well and I think that's a I think the problem is income tax yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where it's like wait. So I'm not even going to see this money. Right. And then at the end of the year, I have to do a math problem. And hopefully I get it right.
2: <laughs> hopefully. You already know. I,
0: know.
2: <laughs> I had that conversation with your old lady, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hopefully I get it right because you guys already know. You already know.
2: I'm like, where do, where do they send your W-2s and your your, your 1099s? <laughs> they send them to you and the Fed. So the Fed already knows what you made, but you got to play this game to – Get it on paper to match up what they know you already did so you can pay what they think you owe. And if you don't, then you're fucked. I
0: think it's, I think it's a little different to be told, all right, if you're going to buy this thing, there's a tax on top of that. Yep. And then you're like, because you can go, well, fuck off. I'm not going to buy the thing.
2: Perfect. Perfect. I like it. But and I, and just then just go, oh,
0: you made money? You
2: made yeah. money. You owe us 33%. <laughs> I'm in the fucking 38% bracket right now. I'm pissed off. <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing. The more you make, the more you pay. And then it's up until a certain point. So it's like, all right, cool. You stay fucking poor. Here's your 12.5%. And I do understand before anybody gets on my ass that if you make to this level, you pay 12% of that. You make fucking this level, you pay 12%, you pay the 15 I understand the tiered structure. So don't get on my math And get on my ass on the fucking Reddits later. I I understand it. Completely understand it. But when you're up here, this is where they fuck you the most. And then you get to here. You have to get this huge gap to get to here. And then you don't have to pay shit. (laughs) Then there's no way any of us, even if we pooled our money, are going to get to here. Before we, yeah. So that whole income tax thing is just... I just did my taxes, so I'm a little salty, if you couldn't tell. Just a little salty. You
4: know, we have, like we talked about, we have two kids, and we live in Alabama, so obviously we don't make a lot of money. <laughs> but we were actually pleasantly surprised by our taxes, so I'm sorry I can't relate.
2: Here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem. This is what's going to piss you off as sort of a libertarian or a uh, free-thinker American, right? is that you basically just lent all of that money to the federal government interest-free for the entire time that you sent it. Every paycheck you got, you lent them that money interest-free. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's the part right, that man. pisses me off. I'm like, you, you don't give me free money. I got to pay interest exactly. on it. I, you loan me money, I'm paying like 22% from the Fed, right? Yeah, that's the, only, that's the part that chaps my ass.
4: Yeah, that... That, that does piss me off to a degree, but you know, just so long as I'm paid back what I'm owed, which I guess technically I'm not since there's no interest. Yeah.
2: That's not what you're owed. You're owed at least, you know, fifteen percent more than that. Compounded. Yeah.
4: Could be a lot worse though.
2: Yeah, we could we could we could be living in a really like war torn, shanty, shabby, drug infested, whoremongered country like Canada.
4: <laughs> didn't pay for a new Ford escape
2: <clears throat> we pick on canada here because fuck canada there's no really rhyme or reason it's just they're the widest country second whitest country in the region so that's the only one we could get away picking on without sounding racist or y. and they're such and they're and they such good sports about it they're like hey man tools eh? you know you guys, uh, you guys say some stupid shit about us, but uh, you guys are pretty good down there. You know, <laughs> drinking them piss water beers. Ha ha ha. Whatever.
1: Makes me think of that exit from Shameless, where it's uh, Frank Gallagher going, "I hate fucking Canada." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but I like Frank, whoever he is. Frank well,
1: Gallagher. Oh, Shameless, it's a, it's a
4: Shameless TV is show. Such a good show. It's We've hilarious. been re-watching it. It's about a family in the south side of Chicago just basically being poor and making bad decisions.
2: All right. So In the wind. Yeah.
4: <laughs> In the wind. Yeah.
2: Schaumburg, yeah. Southside, like Schomburg area, that's the windiest I've ever seen. Can I have a beer? Sure. Thanks, pal. <laughs> ah, happy Cinco de Mayo. Well, uh, <clears throat> My before
0: we uh get going here um why don't you let the folks know where they can find you guys uh what you guys are up to and uh you know where they can get your uh podcasts and projects uh in their ear holes
4: So, my podcast can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, formerly Breaker. I don't know what they changed to, but it's no longer called Breaker. But just go on there and search Micro Obsessions and you'll find it. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Furwall or at Micro Obsessions, either one. And then uh, all of her... Stuff that she does musically is on Spotify under Stormy Sutton. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. Or we're about to release this new podcast called NDPP, which is Neurodivergent Parent Podcast, um, where we inform and educate um, other parents or just curious individuals about neurodivergency and adolescence. Um, And that we're in the process of creating that right now. That's
2: cool. I like this. I like the uh, the helping ones. Yeah. So we started out at, and then we got drunk. <laughs> we started out helping people. Then we made the funny. Then we made the fun. <laughs> um, that's super awesome. Hey, if you guys don't mind, uh, ping us on the on the twatter. I uh, I do the I do all my podcast stuff through the twatter. So uh, yeah, hook, hook up with me sure on there. A
4: little, of, uh, a little bit of promotion on our personal socials.
2: Yep, yep. That would be awesome. All right, well-
4: Thank y'all for having us. Sorry we're such boring. Oh, guys. no. <laughs>
0: Come on. You guys, K- were,
2: you guys were fun. Anyway. <laughs> K- <to me.
0: laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out.
2: Yeah, we'll see you guys on the interwebs. All right, are we clear? Yes. Yeah, they were pretty cool. They could take a joke. Yeah. <laughs> fun folks. yeah um, sorry i can't dude i'm doing a roast next weekend i'm i'm trying to be as savage as possible without being like brutal i don't know what that means i digress the um yeah so everybody check them out micro obsessions um and then i gotta find stormy stuff because i think that'd be pretty cool drop a coat if she's into that whole lo-fi thing do a little collab. Bring her, her peeps to mine and my peeps to hers, and that would be pretty sweet. I think that would be cool. I like your Cinco de Mayo shit, bro. Yeah. The, <laughs> fucking thing in I don't my know
0: head. why it, it keeps... I keep messing with it, and I can't get it to... It's all good. The f- yeah, this green screen is killing me.
2: It's killing me, Smiles. Is it the hat? Hey look, official facing forward merchandise. There it is. There's the plug. So, uh let's see. Uh, let's let's have a little fun with history.
0: <clears throat> we'll pay some bills and then we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. All right.
1: So on my way over here, my brakes made an awful noise. And the last time I got them done, it was so expensive. You should go to EXO Auto
4: Works. They did a great job on mine and it was way cheaper than anywhere else I've been. That sounds great. I need to get their number from you.
0: At EXO Auto Works, we offer the best price on brake service in town. We include brand new brake pads, rotors, and hardware, which saves you money and gets you on the road faster. See our website for a full list of our services. Call EXO Auto Works today.
3: I take the piston with me everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere.
0: All right, this week in his story, uh, May fifth, eighteen sixty-two, Mexican forces loyal to Benito Juarez defeat troops sent by Napoleon the Third in the Battle of Puebla, and this uh, started and in, and in, uh, this this began the struggle for independence from the French,
2: which is what Cinco de Mayo is all about, right? <laughs> Which is funny, because if you <laughs> um, if you feel like Russia has the right to run into the Ukraine and take it because it was once theirs, I'd just like to let Texas know to have a little conversation with Mexico. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. um, let's see.
0: May 6th, 1994, the uh, Channel Tunnel, or Chunnel, linking England to France is officially opened and you can now drive under the water through that. <laughs> nope. Or I guess drive onto a train and then the train takes you across it. I think
2: the train takes you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, uh, let's see. May 7th, 1945, Germany signs their unconditional surrender, effectively ending world war two in Europe. Uh, I believe tomorrow is actually known as VE day. Uh, I'm not sure why the delay between the treaty and the, like, it's done, but I'm pretty sure VJ Day is the day they oh, signed the treaty.
2: Greenwich Mean Time? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. But I haven't seen that explained. We'll have to ask a his story. In-
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see. May 8th, 1967. uh. <clears throat> Boxer Muhammad Ali is indicted Sorry. for refusing induction. That was a mouthful. Indicted for refusing induction into the United States Army.
2: Drew Carey's dad was apparently That's on right. <laughs> on the team. <laughs> line up his
0: gig line. Yep. Uh, let's see. Eight. Let's see. Uh, May. Where am I? May ninth, nineteen twenty six explorers Richard Byrd and Floyd Bennett make the first flight over the North Pole in a fucker. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Uh, And finally May 10th 1960 the USS Nautilus completes the first circumnavigation of the globe underwater. This was made possible by nuclear power. Because the old diesel subs had to surface uh, to run. They were really they were electric subs. They just had a diesel generator sure. to recharge yeah. the batteries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they had to surface to re- run those diesel engines to charge the batteries. Thanks to nuclear power, they can. The really the only limitation for them staying under is the fact that there are people, and every once in a while they need to come up and get food. Yep. <laughs> dump their uh, dump their shit and uh, get some fresh water. <laughs>
2: I wonder because uh if you're going you're you're actually going more in a straight line too under the water. Yeah. And you're not seconded to the curvature of the uh earth and the tidal thing. Yeah. Right? You don't think of uh when you think of ships you think you're thinking in two dimension. Right? When you're flying or you're in a submarine you can actually think in three dimension. True. Interesting. I never thought of that until the downfall just now. of Khan. Let's uh-huh. see where I was going with this. in two dimensions, Captain. Yep. <sighs> rudimentary piloting it's skills. Let's like, go. Oh,
0: let's go up and down. <laughs> <laughs> let's get on the <laughs> Z
2: axis, motherfucker.
0: But uh, yes, that has been the week in his history and brings us to the end of our show. That's Cinco to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love this stuff. Um, We'll have some reviews next week from the Kemper side and then uh, the 8-String Guild. That should be a lot of fun. Some gear junkie talk right now. I like it. We can get away with playing that stuff because my last name is Madrid. That's right. That's right.
0: And also because I'm racist. (laughs) Well, thanks. Thought about doing, um, thanks to
2: our sponsors who are no longer with that, us. Uh,
0: that song, um, Cheech and Chong movie, I forget which one.
2: Beaners? Yes. Yeah.
0: we Cheech sings, Mexican-American. Yes, do like, like to beaters. get up in the morning,
2: <laughs> but we have to, so we do it really slow. It's, like it's like my fucking movie. spirit animal, is Cheech Marin, dude. <laughs> Swear to God. Thanks to our sponsors, EXO Autoworks and Harmonic Studios, Crafts by Carolyn Lane, and The Beard Struggle. Make sure when you go to The Beard Struggle enter T-Lane 15 for 15% off anything you buy. Um, Thanks for watching and or listening wherever you're pooping on a Thursday afternoon, evening, or Greenwich Mean (laughs) Time sometime yesterday. (laughs) We're at mantoolsmedia.com. We're at links.co slash mantoolsmedia.com. That's where you can find all of our social stuff. Uh, Trevor's gonna create a TikTok, and I'm gonna create an OnlyFans page. It's gonna be amazing. We have a TikTok. And, I have, uh, it
0: has highlights because you can only have up to 10 minute videos. Yeah. So every so, time we do an episode, there will be a highlight. 30 and seconds go to TikTok. Uh, 60. Yeah. 60 sure. Seconds. It's yeah. about
2: as good as we get. It's as long as we last. <laughs> 60 seconds. <laughs> Once again, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Uh, get over to our YouTube channel, please, and share the shit out of it so that we can get our own URL. Um, if you'd like to rate this podcast, it is, ah, look, uh, ratethispodcast.com slash tools uh, That will help us get to, you know, more of you needy podcast consumers. It'll be That's amazing. Right. I, did, I didn't know when the song ended, so I just went for it. I don't
0: it. either. I don't know. We'll just have to kind of punch it. I dig um, it.